These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A report was prepared for the coroner after a man died in a boating mishap on Lake Macquarie. Emergency services were called to Wanji Point to report a man in his 50s had been knocked overboard by the boom of his yacht and couldn't be found. A chopper crew locating his body a short time later. He was pulled from the water but could not be revived despite the efforts of paramedics. Newcastle show organisers said the event will go ahead as planned despite an apparent dispute with the site's owner Venues New South Wales. The government body reportedly failed to give show organisers a promised instalment of $100,000 needed to organise and promote the show. It comes after Venues New South Wales banned a union official and show board member Daniel Wallace from entering the premises. However, the show board has thrown its unanimous support behind him. Meanwhile, Venues New South Wales barricaded a row of stables which contained show equipment due to the discovery of asbestos. A Maitland councillor called for planning to begin on a bypass at Thornton. Mitchell Griffin said drivers face a 45-minute traffic snarl to get out of Thornton during peak hours. The Health Services Union welcomed a statewide review of hospital security following a rise in violent incidents at hospitals over the past 10 years, including here in the Hunter. The review by the former police minister, Peter Anderson, recommended a number of measures, including a trail of capsicum foam and other defensive tools to help de-escalate threatening situations, wearing of duress alarms in emergency departments and improved access to mental health assessments. It comes after a security guard was attacked by a patient with a pair of scissors at the Calvary Martyr Hospital in May 2019. After years of complaints about toxic pollution from the Trugain Waste Oil Refinery at Rutherford, moves were underway to clean up the site. The Environment Protection Authority called for industry proposals to clean up the abandoned industrial site. It comes after an EPA officer fell ill from breathing fumes in during a recent visit to the Kyle Street plant and admissions from a government official the ageing tanks could fail at any time. Industry representatives have until Friday to submit proposals and how to tackle the cleanup, which is tipped to cost more than $10 million. Three people were rescued from waters off Hawks Ness in the Mile River after their boat sunk at Windawapa. A law student at the University of Newcastle faced court after allegedly assaulting a man in front of his Hillsborough home and punching a female police officer to the ground. 20-year-old Jacob Gribble was reportedly high on LSD when it's alleged he went on the violent rampage on Monday night. He was capsicum sprayed and wrestled with several officers for eight minutes before paramedics arrived and sedated him. He was granted strict conditional bail to face court again next month. Three months after Premier Gladys Berejiklian dumped Catherine Cusack as Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, a replacement was appointed. Upper House MP Taylor Martin will step into the role. He's also been appointed Parliamentary Secretary for Cost of Living. Frontline banking services in the Hunter took another hit with the Newcastle Permanent announcing its Fletcher and Madawi branches will close on March 26. The Deputy Premier wrote to the Federal Resources Minister recommending the controversial PEP 11 exploration permit of the Hunter's Coast not be renewed. It's not not yet clear if the Resources Minister will take up Mr Barilaro's recommendation. Creditors of the Newcastle Jets owed more than $13 million are unlikely to be paid. The club was placed into liquidation last month with debts of $12.9 million. Among the creditors, Doc's Megasave chemist at Markertown is reportedly owed more than $35,000 and Viv Sportings, which supplies team uniforms, is out of pocket $45,000. Former coach Carl Robinson is apparently owed $17,000 and his former assistant Kenny Miller is chasing almost 25000 in relocation costs. 
A man was charged with the attempted murder of his five-month-old daughter in the coalfields. Detectives arrested the 26-year-old at a Cessnock home. The man was refused bail to face court on April 14. Newcastle's famous Anzac Day dawn service in March were called off for the second year running due to COVID concerns. Organisers will instead have a pipe band on Anzac Walk at Bar Beach on the evening of April 23rd to begin the weekend before holding a candlelight vigil at the Memorial Grove in Civic Park on Saturday night. An invitation-only Anzac Day service will be held in Civic Park. Novocastrians are again being asked to encourage to pay their respects at the end of their driveways. A verdict was finally reached in the case of a man charged with murdering an old schoolmate in Newcastle. Chad Haddon died five months after being felled by a single punch outside the Queen's Wharf Hotel in 2018 following a drunken argument over a missing tobacco pouch. Shane Holmes landed the fatal blow and subsequently pleaded guilty to manslaughter but not guilty to murder. A jury finally decided to acquit Mr Holmes after initially becoming bogged down on the issue of intent. The Facebook pages of a number of hunter-based organisations were caught up in the social media giant's news ban. Newcastle Council, the Newcastle Jets and Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper were temporarily affected by the ban. A Curry Curry Waste Facility was fined over $125,000 following what was reportedly its third licence breach in three years. The EPA said Central Waste Plant received more than double the amount of permitted waste over a 12-month period. The company was also ordered to clean up dumped material, including asbestos, from the local Tamalpin woodlands, which are home to the endangered Regent Honeyeater. A police officer's shoulder was dislocated during an altercation with a motorbike rider at East Maitland. The 39-year-old was allegedly spotted driving at excessive speeds on the New England Highway. When he was approached, he reportedly lashed out, punching an officer in the face and chest and dislocating another's shoulder. He was eventually detained with assistance from members of the public. And latest data showed extreme differences in elective surgery wait times at Hunter Hospitals compared to those in Sydney. The median wait time for a knee replacement at John Hunter sits at 330. 13 days and 343 in Maitland, compared to just one week at the Royal Prince Alfred.